Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Abby here, and we are starting a new adventure together. Uh, all the people that you see here on the screen are some individuals who've been on a 40-day prayer and devotional journey. Um, and we have come to an end, but uh, we feel led to not let it stop here. So we wanted to continue the conversation. Um, and in this particular episode, we're going to talk about our journey together. So I'm going to let everybody introduce themselves, and uh, we'll start this topic. Eddie, you're first. Hi, my name is Eddie, and uh, I'm from Texas, and I currently live in Dubai, working for, uh, working in education, and uh, I currently attend Dubai SDA, where I met some lovely people who are, we're all on the line with. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Go ahead, Miss Ali. Hi, I'm Ali Patrice. Um, I am from New York originally. And I'm in the UAE, just outside of Dubai, and I am in education as well, and, and at churches where I've met all of these wonderful people. Sister Kayla. Hi, my name is Kayla, and I, I guess I'll say I'm from the Dominican Republic originally, but grew up in Rhode Island. Um, I am, I've been living here in Dubai for about a year and a half, working in the automotive industry. And yeah, also attend Dubai Seventh-day Adventist Church. Wonderful. Dubai Central Seventh-day Adventist Church. Get it right, that's right. Uh, well, I'm Abby. For those of you who don't know who I am, I am also, well, the commonality between all of us is we're all in the Middle East um, in some variation of the UAE. Um, three of us are educators, um, myself included, and Kayla's in the automotive industry, as she mentioned before. Um, we also all attend the same Seventh-day Adventist Church, Dubai Central Seventh-day Adventist Church here um, in Dubai. And uh, we have just, uh, throughout this whole uh, coronavirus situation, uh, one of us were led to start a, a devotional, 40-day devotional. So um, in this particular conversation, who started it anyway? Who? Eddie was you. Yeah, it was definitely Eddie. Uh, Eddie's our, he's our resident pastor, but um, he, he, he was, uh, he was led to start a 40 day devotional and we were the, the three other people that came into mind and um, we're going to talk a little bit about that process and kind of like what we went through because now we're, we're done. And so we're going to talk about where we are right now and kind of like the steps that we did moving forward. So Eddie, tell us about what started you, what, what prompted you to even think about, you know, asking some people to, do, to join this journey with you. Yeah, I just, you know, when looking at the current situation with COVID-19 and so forth, um, you know, everybody has, and, you know, I, I started to see a lot of negative posts about this time, which, um, you know, we're at home and uh, we really can't go out, we're social distancing and so forth. And it literally just came to my mind, like, hey, how can we, I really just best use this time? <clears throat> and I thought, you know what, there's no better time really than now to really just search the Holy, <clears throat> search for the Holy Spirit. So I had this book and I remember downloading it um, a while back, maybe three years ago, uh, or no, sorry, more than that, six years ago, five to six years ago. Um, and I completed this book about the Holy Spirit, never really taking it serious, but it was a really good book that um, I even felt at that time when I was doing it, uh, it was beneficial. And so, yeah, I just thought, you know what? 
I just really want to use this time really well to uh, to make something good of it, to really use the time God is giving us uh, and turn something bad into a to a positive. And so that's kind of what prompted me to be like, you know what? There's no better time right now than to search the Holy Spirit and to be filled with it, especially with everything that's going on and so forth, uh, to just grow my relationship deeper with Christ. Awesome. Yeah. And, you know, it wasn't that it's like Eddie just handpicked us, though, right? We, he put it out to like a group of people and was like, whoever wants to do it, you're welcome to join. This is what it is. And this is kind of the group that ended up being going through the journey together. Yeah. And, and to piggyback on that, uh, Alicia. I put this out to a group that basically all four of us and a few others are, are in, right? And that all started out with the idea at someone's house during potluck saying we should all go camping. Uh, and it, although you're right, so it really wasn't my idea. I just had an idea and I just put it out. But to be honest, now that I'm past that 40 days, I really saw the Holy Spirit working even before that mm -hmm. to now navigate and to really put together and coordinate uh, the right people and that um, that in itself is just kind of like yeah it, it wasn't me he was he just prompted me but I was just a piece of the puzzle um, he was he had the right people in mind already and he started out with camping and a crazy conversation at a potluck that was like oh you, you do camping and you do potluck at your house and here we are now and right. you know what before go ahead Kelly. <laughs> you say the right people and I just want to I just want to emphasize like Anyone who, who had, who had uh, decided, who would have decided to join the group would have been the right people, right? But um, we have, we, now that we're at the tail end of this experience, um, what we have gone through together, we realize that, yeah, this was a great group to do this together with. So I guess we'll be sharing a little bit more of that as, as we go. I, I mean, you're, you're definitely absolutely right with the ratio and everything like that. So. Even with the camping trip that, you know, a few of us went on, that was right before the stay in your house, you know, the, the, the what, what's the term, the shelter indoors or something, whatever, yeah. that, that stay at home order, it was the weekend prior. Literally, yeah. That, well, even it was not, it was the, the weekend before, but it was like maybe a day before it went official, official. Right, because it was actually starting because the police came to the beach and we we're like, are they telling us to leave? Oh, well, we're just going to stay. But like, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, that was that was pretty clutch for me personally, because I was just like, man. Uh, so it kind of really solidified stuff because, you know, uh, y'all kept me up all night just talking. But it was good to have that, I guess, exposure to the type of conversations that we could be having as we ventured off into that particular, you know, that journey together. So. Um, not necessarily fast forwarding, but when we, uh, decided to do this thing together, you know, we made another WhatsApp group and not that I'm not a part of 50,000 of them already, but, um, what were your, did you have any expectations going into this 40 day journey? Um, I did, I did. Um, and I'm, I'm a bit ashamed to say that my expectation, when I look at what my true expectations were going into it, they were quite low. <laughs> um, but I mean, we, uh, um, according to the, the devotional, 
you're supposed to pick people to pray for. And so you have a list of people to pray for um, and you're praying for them with a partner and as a group for the duration of the 40 days. Um, and so, and then you're, you're communicating with them and then you're asking about what's going on with them. And so obviously you're praying according to what's uh, the individual needs. So that was pretty much my expectation was that I was gonna pray for these people and that God will be closer to them and answer the prayers for these people. Um, I did kind of think like, okay, and I'll be, I'll get closer to God through it. Like, you know, I'll be doing what I'm supposed to do as a Christian. Right. But I didn't really have too much expectation for like myself. Mm -hmm. If that sounds kind of strange, it seems strange to say it now after going through it, but. I say, I didn't have any expectations either. That's just me in general. Um, and you can, if you'll find out that the people who had no expectations were paired together. Um, but yeah, I, I rarely have expectations for almost anything in life. So whatever came of it was going to come of it. And I was going to be cool with whatever outcome. Um, I would say because of my low expectations, it definitely exceeded the low expectations that I had far beyond what I could have imagined. So I really, um, appreciate that aspect of of the journey that we had together. Kayla and Eddie, did you have any expectations going into it? I, um, going into it, I, I'm ashamed to say I didn't want to do it. <laughs> um, I saw the invitation and I was like, oh man, I had seen that, that the church had started a hundred days of prayer. And I was like, okay, a hundred days. That's it's a long time and then I saw the 40 days I was like okay that's shorter but you know then I caught myself thinking that way I was like is it really a good thing that I'm that I'm in this mindset where I don't want to participate in something spiritual that that could potentially be very good for me and I started thinking about things that I was doing at the time um, the way I was spending my time and and all of the stresses and anxieties that I was facing, I had just, I had just experienced, as Abby mentioned, with our history of the timing, um, with, this was around the time everything about COVID was starting to blow up, and, um, and there was still a lot of uncertainty, and I was having a lot of stress at work, so I experienced an anxiety attack um, combined with an allergic reaction, so that was, you know, trouble breathing, all this stuff, I was like, do I have COVID? And, you know, Abby reassured me that I didn't, and I didn't. Not that um, I'm a doctor or anything. You know, <laughs> praise the Lord. But but I just was realizing all this stuff going on, and I thought um, in past experiences that I've had in my in my Christian walk, when I had those feelings that of resistance that I didn't want to do something um, that spiritual that I had the opportunity to do, I realized that um, I really needed to participate. I really needed to do it because it would be, it would be good for me. It, um, it was, it was the right time. So I can't say that I, I, I don't, I didn't have any clear set expectations or goals, but by accepting the invitation to participate, I guess my expectation was that it would help reverse the kind of 
downward spiritual state that I was in. Yeah, I would, I would definitely say that um, at that time, I had expectations that were just coming from thoughts of, you know what, I, this time is really important because I'm seeing the hand of God moving throughout the earth. And so I looked at it like, you know what, this is kind of like, there's no excuse for you now. Like, there's no excuse. You have all the time in the world to now seek the Holy Spirit. And I've only done this, obviously, by myself. I've only taken the 14-day journey by myself, never with people. Um, but I've seen that book. I've handed that book out to a few. And I've seen where it's literally saved lives. And so I knew it was powerful, but I had never experienced that power myself. I don't, I don't feel like. Um, and so my expectations going in actually were more or less like, wait a minute, this could actually be life-changing. If it changed someone else's life, literally. Mm -hmm. Uh, this much, then I thought, started to think like, this could really be like, why not? Why not let it be like life transformational, life changing? Um, and those were just kind of my expectations for it. Um, and I'll say that, yeah, it it has surpassed even that. So, you know. Awesome. I'm going to, I think, couple the next two questions together um, about things that you've noticed personally um, and you can answer them separately so y'all make a decision if if you would if you notice anything about yourself personally and then if you would change anything you would change anything so what you notice about yourself and then throughout this journey what you would have changed um, I'll, I'll go first um, I would say I am a person that thrives off of um, accountability I love helping people. I love, I don't know if it's a good or a bad thing, but I love that somebody might need me. It's a thing. If somebody needs me or somebody wants my assistance or wants anything from me, I'm happy to do it. If it's something that I want to do, that is. But um, anything that I can do with somebody, and, but it's, it's an oxymoron too, because I also hate group projects, but anything where I'm at risk of letting somebody down, I'm like a hundred percent on it. So I would just say that, um, what I noticed personally is I didn't want to let Alicia down at all. So I made sure that I was always available, that I was on time, that I had at least glanced over the lesson because I didn't want to waste her time. Um, so that's one thing that I noticed about myself, like at least trying to be prepared. If it was just for me, then it's, you know, no big deal. And the, uh, one thing that I would change is from the beginning, I would have seriously, like actually, written out my prayer request and like mentioned those individuals every single day i can be a little bit lax and stuff like you know of course i mentioned them but being able to say yes i prayed for this person in that situation all 40 days that's something that i wish i would have done to be able to really you know like set a firm foundation in, in my petition for that situation of that person so I think regarding the logistics of things, I wouldn't, I wouldn't change anything. Um, I mean, we, there wasn't necessarily a set time all the time, but we kind of tried to go with the flow and meet with each other and we were able, and that kind of helped because when there were all sorts of things happening, um, it was good to be able to change the time and um, 
but it was great that we were still able to meet. Um, and um, we, I, I really appreciated that before we even started everything, um, Alicia kind of mentioned, hey, at the beginning of the book, it says we should, we should have a prayer partner and we should talk every day and pray together every day. And, um, and then not only that, but then Eddie said, hey, let's meet um, as a group at the end of every section and sometimes in between. So, so that kind of helped um, to, to know that every day we'd be, we'd be discussing, we'd be, we'd be praying together and going through the experience as a group. Um, as far as personally, I mentioned that I had, I had a lot of anxiety, um, starting out and it was like physically, physically affecting me. Um, Eddie was my prayer partner and you probably remember I would talk about pains in my chest, <laughs> um, a lot at first and that went away over time and I distinctly remember I think it was probably around the second half of the 40 days there was one day where I woke up feeling the anxiety rising again I just woke up thinking about all the things I had to do at work and and all of this and I remember I mean the the readings had been about about having experiences like the born again experience with Jesus and being baptized with the Holy Spirit and having revival and learning to wait on God and, and the role that prayer has in all of this. And so I was feeling this anxiety and I was like, okay, Lord, I, you know, whatever the prayer was, I, I handed it over to Jesus. Then I got up and went through my day. Um, I noticed that by the time I left for work that morning, because I still had to go, um, I, I spent a few weeks at home, but then I had to go I didn't feel the anxiety anymore, and that is not a normal thing. So I I started to experience that that relief um, just by going through this experience and and relearning to trust God uh, with with my life. Um, something else that I noticed at the beginning, I I had a we had we each had our list of people that we were praying for and. Um, I had asked, I had asked people, you know, what are your prayer requests? And we started praying for those from the beginning. But I, I noticed that by the end of the 40 days, my prayers were kind of changing a little bit. Um, and I had, and I think it was because I was starting to feel more desire to, for these prayers to be answered. Um, not only for the sake of them being answered, but for the sake of now, not just my faith being built, but the faith of these people being built. And, um, and I think that was a result of, of the, you know, the, the quality of, of the readings for every day, but also the, the joint experience that we were all having, the testimonies that we were sharing of prayers, of some prayers being answered and, um, the experience that we were having. Amen. Um, and I was praying for you too every day. I was like, Lord, no, there's no reason she should be, she should be going to work and being all this <laughs> and all this anxiety and crap. Um, but, <laughs> um, but yeah, I think 
going into it, something I noticed personally was that in just being accountable to uh, to my prayer partner, obviously Kayla, uh, and then having the group discussions and everything like that, is that you know God really wants us to unite and to be one. And even when you, when you have believers um, of the same faith, even it, there still takes a certain amount of adjustment, right? One of the words that we learned throughout this series, and Abby you brought a great definition to it, um, which was meekness, right? And which was allowing uh, allowing room for others also to uh, be able to whatever express their opinions, have their say so in whatever it is, or just be themselves. And you can take it so many in so many different fashions. Um, but just uniting and becoming one and being, uh, knowing how to not just adapt, but to appreciate what each person that, um, each person in the group and what they bring to the table. Because what I noticed is that every single person that brought something to, to the table probably added to an area of my, added to something in my life or an area in my life that I was weak at. And so I start to feel like, wait a minute. At first, I may have disagreed with something or I saw something in certain people. Then I went, wait a minute. Like the Holy Spirit would just lead you and go, like, if you really look at this, you're actually quite weak in that area. And it just happened right around that time of that meekness where it was like, hold on. It's not just about that. It's about being one. And not only about being one, it's about appreciating what that person brings to the table and how, how can you learn not to go to love these things? Because that's what we're here to We're here to love each other. And part of being meek is also being one with each other. Um, and so that's one thing I really noticed. And I was like, wow, this is really interesting. So where I might have first started off um, just as, you know, going through the motions, um, a deeper realize, a deeper meaning and a deeper uh, insight into even just the group um, and the people um, became more relevant to my own life person. I was like, whoa, this is really interesting. And the more I started to find out and the more I started to like maybe even open up and really start to uh, get to know each person here, because right now I'm with, it was just Kayla at that point, but now we're in this other journey with, you know, Abby and so forth. And uh, that's kind of transitioned even, even now. Uh, you just learn to appreciate certain things in people uh, more than I thought one could. So now it's like where it started is maybe like just a, appreciating a little bit. Now I'm like appreciating everything. And like you really start to love everything about that person because now you start to realize wow this person is uniquely made by god and like, they bring something totally different to the table that just because you haven't experienced before or maybe you have it didn't it didn't look just like this uh, and i think that's one of the unique things about christ and the way he works like he has all of these people in the world and they're all part of the body of christ and they're all bringing something to the table that's all unique to just them um, one thing that i would change I would probably say I would have done more pre-work um, when when I, when Alicia sent out that you know that that text saying you know we really need to do that pre-work before we start the book. It was really good, um, but as I started to go through the book, I started to realize wow I I really should have done 
a lot more preparation in um, in not just choosing people to pray for, but also like making sure that I had spent maybe some valuable time with them, with the actual people I'm praying for, um, going over their prayer requests, and then also kind of making sure that these are things that they're praying for as well. Um, and makes and to also make sure that these are things that pertain to them specifically. Uh, so those are some areas where I would change because uh, I, I sometimes would get a prayer request to to pray for something else that they were praying for, and I'm like, no, I'm actually want to, I just want to pray for you. Um, and so that's maybe one part where I would go through those prayer requests with people uh, because I think when they're praying as well, when they actually know that that's something that they want for themselves, I think that the impact. Um, there's a different impact there uh, for that person and for myself. Um, but I'm just like smiling because Eddie was not my partner. It, obviously, Eddie and Kayla were together, myself and Abby were together. And I was going through, Abby knows, like I was going through a lot. <laughs> like, honestly, I was gung ho. I wanted to do it. But there were times in the beginning where I was just like, I don't want to do this anymore. Like, and it wasn't what it had, it had like nothing to do with the actual devotion, but more so myself personally and being part of groups. And, you know, Abby says she doesn't like to do group work naturally. And I'm not, I don't naturally like to be in social groups and these WhatsApp groups and stuff like that. So I just have, you know, natural anxieties around that and um so I was very what I noticed about myself is that you know I said I'm going to commit to this and even though I was feeling this way I just like committed it to God and of course Abby's a wonderful person and helps me a lot with that and obviously I got through it so I really learned that you know a lot of times we think we we we're so, so full of like this, this churchy way of like talking and being. And sometimes God just wants to teach us a, like a simple lesson about our character or about our personality. Mm -hmm. You know, we say, yeah. oh, that's just how I am. And that's just how I am. But God's like, well, that's not how I designed you to be. Um, and I noticed that like, normally I would just, retreat from things or retreat from people and um and how much of that that could have been such i could have lost out in a big blessing you know um so i'm really thankful for that and i saw that you know what as Ad, eddie said like i couldn't have asked for a better group of people to go through this with and i've learned so much and i feel like i've grown so much spiritually um, and I think also I was just saying, cause we switched partners. And so I've been meeting with, uh, Kayla for the last week. And I was just saying it's, it, it was not even like, I don't think any of us was strategic about like picking our partners to start with, but I feel like the spirit God led with the progression. Um, and it's for me personally and what I needed. So would I change anything? I think along with Eddie, 
I think that um, I know the book does say to do um, nice things. It has a whole list of things that uh, we should be doing throughout in connecting yeah. with the people, um, doing nice things for them, calling them, sending them like a, a note, a letter, um, and things like that. I will say that I definitely see that being important. Um, and so I would definitely do more of that. Um, I also feel that it was interesting because I couldn't just keep it to those five people. I feel like my list definitely grew. Um, so, yeah. Um, you brought up a good point, Alicia. Um, I, I can relate to you because I'm very much an introverted person and, and have a tendency to withdraw. And, and truly, when we started this, like I had met all of you, but the only person that I really interacted with a lot was Abby. And um, I'm not sure how it, how it happened, but I ended up, um, when you said about the prayer partners, I was like, okay, um, okay, hopefully I'll be Abby's partner. But I don't know what <laughs> happened. Like I didn't have a chance to, to uh, get in there. And then I ended up being... <laughs> And I was like, I don't know any, like. <laughs> um, okay, but I was like, okay, let the Lord lead and, and, and we'll make this work. <laughs> um, but but it, it really turned out to be a blessing. Um, you said something about character development in that and, <clears throat> and being um, something I've discovered about myself is that I have a little bit of a rebellious, a, a, a little rebellious streak inside me. So when people are encouraging me to do something or, or you know, strongly suggesting or pushing, I, in, inside me, I push back. I'm like, no, leave me alone. Like, <laughs> I am not doing this unless I want to, until I'm ready, et cetera. And, and throughout and during the, the time, because I was so in my head about, some of the situations going on work and in my own state of being and whatever um i would come kind of feeling really down and talking about oh now i have to go to work and eddie would say um come on kayla have a good attitude and now we're gonna have a great day and that sort of thing and in my mind i'm like oh just stop <laughs> i don't want to go to work just you know okay but outwardly i was like yeah, okay, you know, but I, I eventually came to recognition, like, do you want to be like this every day? Like, why are you pushing back against some, something that, that your brother wants a good thing that, that he wants for you? He, want, he wants you to have a good day. He doesn't want you to have, you know, be, have a, to be miserable and that sort of thing. And, and I know that God doesn't want that for me. So I started praying about that and I did see my attitude changing um and so i i realized that it's god was doing something within me also during during that period of time so i appreciate you bringing up that point thank you for joining us for today's episode of candid christian conversations please join us in episode two where we'll continue this interesting conversation 
Feel free to like, share, and subscribe with anyone you feel that would benefit from our topic today. And also, comment below with any interesting topics you'd like to hear us speak about in the future. Thank you for listening, and God bless.